welcome to Coping with Ghosting, the show that provides hope, healing, and understanding to anyone who has been ghosted. I'm your host, Greta, and today I'm going to talk about sleep. But first, I just wanted to thank everybody who's been attending my weekly support group. It's called the Coping with Ghosting Online Support Group. And if you're interested in joining, you can go to my website, copingwithghosting.com. I'd love to see you there. I also have a new offering. I've co-created a course with another coach, SDK, and it's all about taking your power back after being ghosted. It's called Rewrite Your Ghost Story. All the details for this and more are at copingwithghosting.com, and I'm going to be putting a link in the show notes as well. So sleep, sleep is such a big topic because being ghosted impacts every aspect of your life. If you're having a hard time getting to sleep after being ghosted, trust me, that's normal. Your mind might race the moment you close your eyes. Or on the other end of the spectrum, you might just feel like sleeping all the time. Your brain is processing a lot. You've been through so much. Another thing that we struggle with after being ghosted or that we can struggle with is insomnia. So if you're dealing with any of those issues, this is an episode that is for you. I made this for you because this is something that I went through and I don't want anyone to have to suffer as much as I did when I was ghosted. So how much sleep do you actually need? The Sleep Foundation recommends different times for various age groups. Teenagers need eight to 10 hours, and young adults who are 18 through 25 years old need seven to nine hours. And adults need seven to nine hours as well. There are many factors that go into this recommendation, and I invite you to look at the Sleep Foundation's article, How Much Sleep Do We Really Need? I'm going to put it in a link in the show notes. And if you go and look at that, it can help you figure out what the ideal amount of hours is for you and your body. Now I'd like to share practical tips on how to get good sleep. My advice is coming from a free guide from Rancho La Puerta Wellness Resort and Spa. This guide is called The Art of Sleeping Well, and you can grab your copy too. I'll put a link in the show notes. They didn't sponsor this podcast. This is a place that I love. It is located just an hour and a half away south of San Diego, and it is in Mexico. It's a 4,000 acre resort. It's incredibly beautiful. It has hills and meadows and gosh, I think it's like 50 miles of hiking trails and they have farm to table food and healing classes, different inspirational lectures, lots of yoga. They have guided meditation, a silent dinner. 
tons of fitness classes. If you are looking for a place to reset and heal after being ghosted, highly recommend. It's it's really incredible. And their little casitas are completely set up so that you can get the best sleep of your life. And without further ado, let's dive in to the art of sleeping well. Sleep is one of the most important things you can do for your body. It impacts everything. It sets the foundation for a great day and your health. The benefits of deep, restful sleep. It increases energy, improves concentration. It's going to keep your appetite in check. And actually, I have a whole podcast on food and mood after being ghosted. So if you haven't listened to that, check it out. Sleep is going to help regulate your blood sugar, enhance your memory, improve brain, heart, and immune function, boost your mood and your mental health, and help heal your body. Okay, so sleep is a big deal. And here are some ways to achieve a good night's sleep. Let's begin with sleep hygiene. The first thing I want you to do is turn your bedroom into a sleep sanctuary. The ideal temperature for deep rest is 68 to 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Your bed is really just a place where I want you to sleep and maybe do one other thing. So make sure that the mattress is comfortable and add a memory foam or soft down feather mattress topper if needed and stay warm with cozy blankets. If anybody works for a mattress company and wants to send me a mattress so and <laughs> that I can test out and uh, they want to uh, sponsor the podcast, let me know. I'm happy to try out all the mattresses ever. Also, powering down is important. So any light from the alarm clocks, the night lights, even the street lights can really disrupt your sleep. So get some really good heavy-duty blackout curtains. Don't allow any light to seep into your room. That's going to make a huge difference. And then declutter and de-stress. Your bedroom sets the stage for your perfect rest. So make sure to remove anything that reminds you of your ghost. Okay, I'm not talking about your bed. I'm talking about any photos of the ghost. You know, go put that in a box. Put that in the basement, the garage, or toss it. Just anything that is not making you happy, remove it from your room, like any bills or clutter. Make sure that this is a place where you can just melt into dreamland. Now, peace and quiet is also essential for your bedroom. If you live in a city and there's ambulances going by at night, invest in a really good white noise machine that can help reduce the noise pollution. Buy something that makes ocean waves, if that sounds good for you. There's a lot of great options online for reducing the noise in your bedroom. 
Also, if you are a homeowner, um, consider getting new windows that can there's great technology out there that can block sound better. I'm going to read a quote from Rancho La Puerta co-founder Deborah Zeke. She's a remarkable woman. She is a hundred years old. So that's a true testament to the ranch and well, Rancho La Puerta, it's also called the ranch. So she says, The bedroom is a place where, upon entering, one lays down the burdens of the day, a room with peaceful color, no work on the desk, no TV, good books, good music, light control, sound control, perhaps a place where one would light a candle or meditate and burn incense. Opening the door and walking into the bedroom should bring a sigh of relief or pleasure, Closing the door, denying entrance of stress of the day. Love it. Love her. I'd like to share some relaxing routines and restful rituals. Make sure that you're going to bed and waking up at the same time every day, if that is available to you in this season of your life. This is going to help with your circadian rhythm. Your body's naturally going to want to fall into this pattern. And when you do wake up, give yourself some time before reaching for your phone. Don't check your email when you're in bed. The other day, one of my friends checked her email and got this nasty letter from her boss. She woke up and she saw it and it set the tone for this terrible day. And she told me, you know, I'm going to make a point not to do this anymore. So I definitely recommend, um, giving yourself some time, maybe waking up and writing three things you're grateful for before hopping on to social media or whatever you you're going to do on your phone. And now as your day begins, know that eating tryptophan rich foods is going to help you sleep better in general. Here are some of the foods. I'll include options for every type of eater, including vegans. So fresh dairy, yogurt, cheeses like ricotta, cottage cheese, cream cheese, turkey, thin fish, chicken, nuts, beans, bananas, and dates. Avoid stimulants such as coffee or chocolate or any drinks with caffeine after noon. Uh, The reason why is because caffeine raises cortisol, which is a stress hormone that can keep us awake at night. My old coworker said, it's three, no more tea. I I just make sure that I don't have caffeine after 3 p.m. That works for me. It might be different for you. This guide suggests noon. It's all about how sensitive your body is. And just like anything I'm saying here, take take what resonates with you and just leave the rest because you know, I'm not I'm not a doctor. And these tips are really just for you to experiment with. They're holistic suggestions and you have to kind of figure out what's right for your body. And now another great tip is that you need to manage stress to get a good night's sleep. I know after being ghosted, we're under so much stress. It's, it's, it's just unbelievable. But any additional stress 
is unhelpful for sleeping well. For example, if you love the news and you're, you want to keep up with what's going on every single day, just don't do that right before bed. Do it early in the early evening or the afternoon or the morning, because I think the news is pretty stressful. So take a media cleanse before you go to sleep at night. Additionally, finish exercising three to six hours before you go to sleep. So exercise is great because it's going to help make you really tired because you're moving your body, you're working hard, but just don't do it like right before you go to bed. Six hours before you go to sleep is ideal. Blue light in the evening is really unhelpful. Uh, It keeps your brain awake. Uh, Don't ask me about how that happens. I'm again, not a doctor here, but I wear blue light blocking glasses, which are awesome. And I also love this little um, program that I installed on my computer. It's called Flux. And so if I do have to work at night, uh, it's just, it automatically makes my screen a little bit uh, darker. It kind of helps block that blue light that can keep us up at night. Definitely don't bring your tech into your bed and try to leave it outside of your bedroom. So for example, don't check your emails in your bed. Don't check social media. I know, I know it's so easy to want to just scroll. Scrolling is numbing. It's a way to disconnect before you go to bed and it's so relaxing. But my suggestion is to get a Bluetooth speaker, put it next to your bed, connect it to your phone, charge your phone at night away from your bed and turn on a guided meditation before you go to sleep. There's so many online. I mean, you can find them on YouTube, Spotify, pretty much anywhere. There's lots of guided meditation apps out there. I like Insight Timer the best. I don't really love silence before I go to bed because I tend to hold a board meeting in my brain with myself and it's really not that fun. So I do like to go into a deep meditation before sleep and the guided one really helps me out with that. Now try to eat at least three hours before you go to sleep. That's important. And another thing to do is not drink any alcohol very close to bedtime. Alcohol is a depressant. Uh, Yeah, it's going to make you tired, but it will disturb the quality of your sleep. Another great thing to do to enter deep slumber is to have a relaxing ritual that starts about an hour before bedtime. This guide from Rancho La Puerta has a recipe for a nice bath soak that is great. Taking a warm bath about an hour before bed can really help relax the muscles, uh, relieve tension. Having a warm cup of tea, they have a great recipe for golden milk in here, um, can definitely also help If you were like me and sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night to use the restroom, consider cutting off fluids earlier in the day. I have a friend who is so smart. She set this phone alarm, I think it's at 9 p.m., and it's her reminder to stop drinking for the rest of the night because she kept on waking up 
I don't know if she would be appreciative that I shared this, but I thought that was brilliant, honestly, and we're all human. This, this stuff happens. Another great way to go to bed is just actually reading a physical book. What? Like an analog one? A- analog book? I'm not a huge fan of analog books anymore. I love I love audio books. Um, but even just like reading a book, maybe something that's super boring, like if you're trying to learn a new language, read a book in a different language because at some point you're just going to start looking at that language and you will doze off. Writing in a journal is a great way to help ease yourself into sleep. It can help you quiet your mind. I always sleep with a notebook next to my bed. The reason why is because sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I have this idea of something I want to do and I don't want to forget it. So I just write it down. It's better than turning the phone on and getting that blast of blue light. What about naps? Well, I love napping. I take a 20 to 30 minute nap almost every single day. Um, If you do have a lot of problems sleeping at night, you may wish to skip daytime naps, but in general, they can restore energy levels, calm irritable moods, and leave you clear-headed and more productive. So I highly recommend it. I hope these tips have inspired you to make changes to experience the best sleep ever. And if you enjoyed this guide, again, you can go ahead and download it for free. And I hope that you have incredibly sweet dreams. If you found this helpful, please take a couple minutes to leave a review Doing so helps other people who have been ghosted discover this podcast. And again, thank you so much to people who have left a review. That is just so kind of you. And I appreciate your taking the time to do that. And listeners, be sure to remember when you are ghosted, you have more time to connect with yourself and those who do show up for you. You deserve the best. You just go. Deserve-